I think it's a requirement for every podcast out there to be mentioning the two most important topics of the day, the Super Bowl and GameStop. Hi, everybody. My name is Jay. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. There's no video on this. There's no video link on the podcast. It's just me here on audio. We need to get going. I guess we could almost call an emergency. I'll stop short of that, but we've got some important topics to discuss, not only about Medicare, health insurance, but we also have my Super Bowl picks and my comments on GameStop. All right. On Medicare, let's not forget that through the end of the first quarter, now through the end of March, is something called the Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period. No, I didn't give them the name. No, I wasn't asked. No, I wouldn't have called it this. That said, here are the things that you need to know. First, if you are an existing Medicare Advantage policyholder, you can switch your plan once during this period and it will go into effect the first of the next month. So we got one month left. Let's just say you listen to this on February 1st, February 2nd. Then you have the right to change, and it will go into effect on March 1. There are the long list of reasons why somebody wanted to do so. For example, you didn't get the network quite right, or somebody opted out or was kicked out of a network, for example just being one of those changes. Now, the fact of the matter is that people on my, you know, contact list, et cetera, they do not get calls or solicitations from me to change. That will not happen because there are rules against this as far as Medicare. And as you know, I am a licensed person and I am prohibited from doing so. It is also that time that you can switch from Medicare Advantage to Medigap the reality is, is that if you this is the path that you want to choose, that you need to act soon. And the reason is that you'll want to be accepted by Medigap Carrier first if you don't have a guaranteed path, either through guaranteed issue, which is a special enrollment period under Medicare rules, or if your state and carrier do not have some other exception called guaranteed acceptance, then you would have to pass medical underwriting. That does not happen overnight. And it must be done first prior to changing to a Part D plan because enrolling in a Part D plan will eject your existing Medicare Advantage plan. This is a mistake that some people will make, which is they'll presume that they are going to be accepted by Medigap and immediately enroll in a Part D plan, which will auto-eject the Medicare Advantage plan, there's no path for me to help you unwind this error. Please do not make this error. Nevertheless, these are options. People don't take take enough advantage of it. Well, basically, my observation here is that, generally speaking, on financial stuff, and we're going to get into more financial stuff soon, is that people don't, they violate my number one rule of financial anything, which is don't give away free options. Check them out. 
then consciously decide to not exercise that option. That is something entirely different. Again, through the end of March, this possibility exists. The med- you can change your Medicare Advantage plan or you could cancel your Medicare Advantage plan this at that time through the end of March. The second big thing that you can do if you're a Medicare person is that if you have made an error, if you've made an error and for whatever reason you've not enrolled correctly in Medicare Part A and or B, this is the time to correct it. For example, you've misunderstood how COBRA works, which is entirely possible. It's confusing if you have not had proper guidance or if you've misread Medicare and you, those are all entirely possible. However, uh, another easy example, you got the wrong information from your HR department at, at your former employer. That is entirely possible. That is actually kind of common. The reality is, is that now is the time to correct it. There are problems here. Here are a couple of them. Number one is that your new Medicare Part B will not take effect until July 1. There's nothing I can do about it. This is the way the federal enrollment works. Now, there is going to be a correction on it. We'll discuss that in the future. The second thing is that people don't know that they can then enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan to be getting an effective on July 1st, but you need to enroll. That period will begin on April 1st. It's a special enrollment period for those persons who have not enrolled in Part B correctly. So this used to be called the general enrollment period. It's now kind of, I don't know, kind of disappeared inside of the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period. At any rate, also during the first quarter of 2021, you can correct Medicare enrollment problems. The big news over the past few days, this past Thursday, uh, President Biden created a new special enrollment period for pre-Medicare people, pre-Medicare people. So this period will begin on February 15th and last for three months, meaning through May 15th. You have the right to enroll in individual health insurance. Now, as far as I can tell, the way this works is that you need to use the healthcare.gov portal or you can use your state-specific portal. The reality is, is you can come to us. We have persons and licenses around the country to get our, your guidance. It is not easy. The number of errors that people make in this enrollment on healthcare.gov and that means right from right from the jump, they make errors, and as a result, they get a weird answer, and to unwind it is com- very cumbersome. In addition to that, some people forego the advanced premium tax credit, which can be used to not only lower your premium, but also lower your deductible and out-of-pocket maximum. These are important details and you can understand my seat. I'm sitting there trying to optimize, trying to get the most for clients who have come to ask. So just formally speaking, you know, you have to have special permission on healthcare.gov. You need to have special, you need to be appointed with 
individual health insurance carrier, all of those details I will iron out. We have done so around the country. So if this is you and you have missed your individual health insurance enrollment period, which usually runs at the end of the prior year, the president, as a result of COVID, has created a new special enrollment period running from February 15th through May 15th. Back to Medicare. So in addition to or prior even to 2021, you know, the parties actually proved that they can agree on something. And there are going to be changes to the Medicare enrollment process improvements. They are improvements, no question. Because you can understand that I've written a lot about uh, mistakes that people make in enrollment, et cetera, et cetera, when it comes to original Medicare. There are lots of reasons for these errors. I'm not going to be able to tease out or, you know, it, it, it's just not pertinent to you, not on a podcast. You know, we've got a book about that, www.maximizeyourmedicare.com, link in the text under this podcast. Anyway, point being is that you can create, sna- there can be snafus in the transition into Medicare. There is an act, and it was finally approved in a bipartisan way at the end of last year. It's called the Bennis Act. Now, do you remember the last, the first, the last segment or two segments ago? I was talking about enrolling in Medicare Part B and then having a penalty. One of the problems is that the coverage date is not until July first. That is an obvious. And it's an obvious problem, right? Because you end up having to wait. Um, let's just say you did it t- tomorrow or in early February. You don't start Medicare Part B until July. That's been corrected. And that's your main takeaway, that that aspect has been corrected. You will be able to have your Medicare Part B coverage starting in the next month. There is a huge problem with the way that this got put into place. This stuff doesn't take effect until 2023, two years away. We still have two years of errors and me trying to be tasked with unwinding these errors or to reducing the impact of Medicare enrollment mistakes. Man, so serious today. Okay, we need some levity here. So, you know, I went to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, and so did the starting quarterback for one of the two teams, that, of course, being Tom B- Tom Brady, TB12, from the Patriots and now to, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it occurs to me that during all my years in Ann Arbor while being a student there and two younger sisters who also went there, we never knew that sorcery was a class offering because that's the only explanation that <laughs> the, the only explanation here to 10 Super Bowls is that at key moments that TB12 was able to cast a spell on both Pete Carroll and as well as Coach LaFleur to make them create, have them make disastrous decisions at critical points. All right. Sometimes certain humans are just superior to some of us. 
And what the the Buccaneers are three and a half point underdogs. Boy, I'm I'm not a betting person, but boy, good luck trying to bet against TV twelve. I guess if there's any person who could also be called a sorceress, sorcerer, not a sorceress. I guess it could be Patrick Mahomes. High entertainment coming up on Sunday. The reality is is that I could tell you about a lot of things in financial markets world that I don't share. The reality is is that most of what you read or see on TV, have read on the internet about what's going on in GameStop, I could tell you to n nth degree. So Let's just talk about what you as the everyday person needs to understand. Number one is that if you have retirement savings or individual accounts and they don't deal with GameStop, if you believe that you are not going to be affected, that is wrong. That is not correct. Now, it's very technical the fact of the matter is, is the persons who are losing right now on GameStop, short sellers, um, you know, those persons have borrowing and lending involved. That means on the borrowing and lending side, there is another party. They're calling the short sellers to say, where's my money? Now, the short sellers, they've got to either buy back GameStop, GameStop, in which case they they realize their losses or they have to hand over cash. Well, if they need to choose to hand over cash, what do they do? They sell winners. Who are the winners? Apple, for example. So now you can see it. You thought that you're, you didn't have any position or any investment at all in GameStop. And so as a result, thought you were immune. But no, because the short sellers, they also owned Apple. They sell Apple in order to raise the cash, which pushes down the price of Apple. This is how things that don't seem like they're related to one another, in this case, Apple and GameStop, all of a sudden become very, very much related. If you continue on with that, because that is also, in other words, the relationship between GameStop and Apple in my silly example here, right, also plays out in a much broader sense. For example, when somebody allocates among stocks, bonds, cash, international stocks, you know, gold, for example, and you'll see like, you know, pies with little slices and you see allocations. The issue here is the fact that this is done with certain assumptions which are mathematically driven, created, they're models, where you have relationships between these groups of investments. That is it. That's an assumption. Those are assumptions, right? In other words, they have a way of thinking through how they believe the world will work over the long time. And generally speaking, this is using historical correlation. Well, historical correlation is just a number. That number existed 
before the internet existed, meaning they're using some historical uh, average from which some of the data just doesn't pertain to today. And now when the world changes, what ends up happening, and especially if the short seller continues to lose, they keep having to raise cash, which means they need to keep selling winners indiscriminately. They don't care about the the historical correlations between bonds and stocks. They will not care. The lenders to the short sellers, they also will not care. So what ends up happening is the assumptions, the relationships across all of these, from GameStop to Apple, from stocks to bonds, from stocks to cash, to international, to U.S. government bonds, all of those presumed relationships, they all go away. When they all go away, then your intelligent portfolio, your robo-advisor, your targeted retirement mutual fund, all of those assumptions are rendered moot immediately. This is how financial calamity occurs. Now, do I think that is going to occur today? No, I don't. Nevertheless, certainly the past week, there's evidence of the fact that the losers on short selling were forced to liquidate and other seemingly unrelated securities in order to cover losses. By the way, who owns Apple? Your mutual fund. Absolutely. So the idea that you are uninvolved can't be right. Stay tuned. We are nowhere close to the end of this story. Spoke quickly, spoke urgently because I was quite surprised that possibly the most important podcast of 2021 would come during the month of January. Is it even 2021 or is this year so weird so far that it's just an extension of 2020? Who knows? I'm Jay. Don't forget the website to the book, www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. Be sure to give the podcast a five-star rating. It allows other people to discover the podcast no matter what platform you digest your podcast. That helps out the podcast very much. Be sure to go to the website for the book where there's additional information and additional resources. You can send me an email, jae at maximizeyourmedicare.com. Thanks for so much for listening. Speak with you next time.